Pray. Father God, we thank we thank you for this uh, morning. We uh, thank you for giving us health, so we can come here and worship you. And uh, remind us not to take this for granted. Uh, may you bless the sermon today. Uh, may you empower uh, my speech. May you show your authority. Uh, may you empower us to get better, to be healed. May you heal us. Thank you. In Jesus' name. Amen. All right. Um, see if this remote works. Uh, Simon, you want to click it a little bit? Click on the slide. All right. It works now. Okay. Some uh, recap uh, for last week. Last week, Jesus demonstrated his authority by casting out um, the demons from this person. And so uh, and people were amazed because, because uh, his teaching has authority. He doesn't, it's not just about words, it's about actions, about influence, about uh, effects on people's lives. And so we learned that uh, we should ask Jesus to cast out unclean things from our life. Whatever unclean habits, thoughts, words we have, we should ask our Lord to cast them out because Jesus is the Holy One of God, testified by the demons, by the way. And the Holy One has nothing to do with our uncleanness. And we are to become holy. So we should get rid of our uncleanness. Uh, whatever they are in our life. And we also know from the demons that you have knowledge about Jesus doesn't mean any good to you. They know Jesus, they testify about Jesus, and Jesus has nothing to do with them. So knowledge about Jesus without obedience brings judgment. It only brings judgment. It brings no benefit. When we know Jesus, we obey him. If we know him and we don't obey him, that brings judgment. Last lesson we learned. Is to believe and submit to his authority. Right? We have bad habits we cannot get rid of. This is time. We believe that he has authority and can help us change. And we'll talk more about that today. All right, let's come to today's passage. So after this miracle of casting out the demons, uh, and immediately he left the synagogue and entered the house of Simon and Andrew with James and John. Okay, the house of Simon and Andrew. Last week I showed you a picture of the synagogue in Capernaum. Now that was built in fourth century, but uh, archaeologists, Dig more. They 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 uh, they uh, go a, a little bit further uh, within a short distance of that uh, synagogue. There was a site uncovered, and uh, it looks like an ancient house. It was dated back to the first century, and they found graffiti, like sacred uh, devotional graffiti on the pastor walls, saying that this this site was venerated, was honored as a gathering site for Christians. So, and scholars, a lot of scholars agree that. It's very possible, possible that uh, this site was the house of Peter. It's where 
uh, the first church was, the, where people gathered in Jesus' name. Jesus possibly, very likely lived there. Okay. Now Simon's mother-in-law, so they came to this house of Simon, and uh, obviously Simon's mother-in-law lived with them. Uh, Simon's mother-in-law lay ill with a fever, and immediately they told him about her. A fever was seen in ancient times as an independent disease. Um, now we know fever is usually associated with something, but uh, ancient days when you have fever, people, people knew you were sick. And um, so they told Jesus about uh, her disease, her illness, and he came and took her by the hand and lifted her up, and the fever left her, and she began to serve them. Now, uh, there's no words spoken here. So quite different from casting out a demon. When Jesus cast out demons, he, didn't, he did not touch the guy. He has nothing to do with the demon. He just rebukes, he rebukes the, 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 the demons, and demons uh, come out. Uh, but with sick people, Jesus touched them. He touches them. He cares for them. There's a physical touch. So uh, that, this difference is consistent throughout the, the book of Mark. For uh, Jesus, for demons, Jesus only speaks and rebukes them and casts them out. And for but for sick people, Jesus will touch them. Usually, will carry them. Uh, somehow, somehow there's a physical care and touch for the sick people. Okay, and so that evening at sundown, they brought to him. Oh, hold on. Uh, okay, so he and he came and took her by the hand and lifted her up, and the fever left her. And she began, began to serve them. Uh, so the healing is immediate. She, she does not go through phases of transition, getting well. And she is completely healed uh, right away. And she starts to serve them right away. Okay? So that's a miracle. Um, and that shows Jesus' power. And that evening at sundown, they brought to him all who were sick or oppressed. By demons. So uh, why is sundown? Because uh, remember, they entered the synagogue as Sabbath. It's the day of Sabbath. So, so Pharisees, they forbid people, they forbid healing, the ministry of healing. Uh, they have this tradition, they made, they made these laws that you're not to carry anyone. Because some of these uh, uh, paralyzed people, you have to carry them. Now Sabbath, you're not supposed to carry any burdens, according to Jeremiah, according to Mosaic laws. So now, uh, you know, it's the end. Sundown marks the end of Sabbath. So they started to bring all the sick people to Jesus to be healed. But notice Jesus did not wait for the sundown to heal Simon's mom. So Jesus broke the law right there. He's the first one who breaks to break this sabbatical law made by the Pharisees uh, and the experts of the law. And we're going to see these conflicts more and more. And it, it, it seems like Jesus intentionally goes in on Sabbath to heal people. And that's a very important point of the whole gospel. Sabbath is made for men, men not for Sabbath. Sabbath is for people to be healed, to get rest, to be set free. And, but Pharisees and experts of law, they, they make Sabbath the opposite. They make it an enslaving law traditions that make people ask burden to people. And that's why Jesus has these continuous confrontations with them because they interpret the law wrongly. They interpret God's heart 
wrongly, and they refuse to accept to accept Jesus' interpretation of God's heart for His people. Okay. Now let's continue. So, so they brought all these sick people and uh, the demon possessed. Notice they separate the two groups. So they may have some. They may have a way to differentiate who is actually ill, who is actually possessed by demons. And the details are not given here, but they is two kinds of people here. And the whole city was gathered together at the door. So you know, people swarm to they hear this uh, miracle worker, and they you know they they want to be healed. So they swarm to where Jesus lives, and he healed many who were sick with various diseases and cast out many demons, and and he and he healed a lot of them. And he would not permit the demons to speak because they knew him. And the same thing that he would not permit. That, that demons to speak previously in the synagogue because he doesn't want the testimony from the dark side. And also, this time, he doesn't want to reveal himself as Messiah to the public because he knows that's going to lead to his crucifixion. Right? So, and his time is not up yet, so he wants to keep it secret. All right, so some lessons we can learn uh, from today's um, passage about healing. First uh, principle is God heals if he wills. He healed many sick people, but he didn't seem to heal all the people. Now, we know in the book of John, he did not heal Lazarus. He knew Lazarus was sick, but he did not go and heal, go and to see him and heal him immediately. He allowed him to die. And we know later he called Lazarus and he resurrected Lazarus. Unfortunately, many people, including Christians, uh, get sick. Unfortunately, sometimes we don't get healed. Um, we want to be healed, but in some cases, even Christians, even devout, faithful, holy Christians do not get healed. And We know God heals people, and he has a good heart. Like the songs we sing today, he loves us, and he's a good, good God. But uh, he has plans for our heart, for our life. And unfortunately, we have to submit to it. Um, but we also have to understand, even every time we're healed, eventually we still have to die. Right? Healing is not an eternal gift. We don't get healed into eternal life. That's no, that, that doesn't happen. We still have that dying. Lazarus had to die, but he was resurrected. Jesus died too for our sins, and he was resurrected. And because his resurrection, we can have the hope in our resurrection, resurrection eventually. So resurrection, eternal life is the promise gift. But healing is a promise, and we should pray for that, but we should also uh, accept the cruel fact that sometimes we don't get healed. Sometimes when it's our time to see the Lord, it's our time to see the Lord. When it's our time to depart from this world, uh, we have to depart. And that's the cruel reality. But God will heal if he wills. Okay? And we should continue to pray. And this is the next principle. We always pray to God for healing. Let's just not make assumptions to say God doesn't care. 
It's not going to heal me. It's going to allow me to die. That's probably not the assumption we want to make. And that's quite presumptuous. Uh, I don't think, I, I, I think it's, I think it's both foolish and arrogant to make that assumption. We should always pray for God's mercy. Um, no, they brought, they, these people have faith in Jesus. They believe in him. So they brought all the sick to him and healed many of them. And the, the, the verses that uh, uh, Jay was leading us to read this morning, right? in 2 Chronicles, there's a promise, right? If you call by God's name and humble ourselves and pray and seek his face and turn from our wicked ways and God may hear from heaven and forgive our sin and heal our land. Okay? We should always ask for healing. Healing is a process. It takes time. When God put us on our backs, when God placed, uh, places us on our backs, it's time to pray. It's time to call to him, right? When you're lying on the bed, you got nowhere to call out to. You don't want to call out to heaven, right? Where can, where can you call out to? That's where we'll call out to. We'll call out to the Heavenly Father. We believe that he loves us. And we'll think about what caused our diseases. What are the causes? We can think, we'll think about the moral cause. We can think about the ethical cause. We can think about the, 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 the religious cause. We can think about the physical cause, emotional cause, mental causes. What causes our diseases? It's time to reflect and to think and be quiet and be humble. Examine our ways to see if it's anything that I have offended God. Is there any hidden things that he's not pleased with? And we should repent. And we should turn. Ask for forgiveness and ask for healing. Um, not all diseases are caused by sin. But a lot of them are. A lot of our diseases may have been caused by sin. Or wrong habits. Or just bad habits. And we do have to repent and turn from them. And the book of James tells us that. As a church, we should pray for each other, confess our sins, and ask for God's forgiveness. And we're going to do that later after, at the end of this sermon. We're going to ask for God's healing of this church because a lot of people are sick right now. And actually, Paul, remember in the first Corinthians, he warns the church, you're not paying respect to Holy Communion. Some of you are weak and some of you even die. Because you honor food more than God. So they suffer judgment because they don't honor God when they partake Holy Communion. So some diseases are indeed caused by sin, and we need to be aware of that. So when we're sick, we should think about that too. But we should always ask God to reveal to us and help us, change us, and we should turn and call out to God for, for mercy, for healing. Okay. Now, the third principle is we need to do our due diligence. We need to take care of our own body, right? Observe Sabbath, keep good hygiene, exercise, eat and drink healthily, right? 
Sabbath is important. You need to have one day of rest. That's a command from God. It's not a religious observance. It's for our own good. We need to just take care of our body to have good rest so we can have energy for the, for the remaining six things. And we'll come back to this point uh, later throughout this series of Mark because this is a conflicting point between Jesus and the religious leaders. The religious leaders use Sabbath to control people. Jesus said, no, you should be set free on Sabbath. You should take rest. And you should observe it. It's for your own good. Sabbath was made for men, but men not for the Sabbath. We are not made for religion. We're made for God. And God wants us to live well. God wants us to have good rest. So it's good for us to keep the Sabbath. And I encourage you, all of you to do that. But Ephesians also tells us, right? For no one ever hated his own flesh, but nourishes and cherishes it. Okay? So take good care of your hygiene. Right? Our body is the holy temple of God. You don't want dirty stuff. So stay away from dirty stuff. Keep dirty stuff from your eyes, away from your eyes, from your mouth, from your bodies. Overeating, overdrinking may have something to, with, to do with faith too. Now, the Bible tells us sexual immorality and those indulgences, they are idolatries. We idolize those things. And that's why we overtake them. This time I, I go back to Taiwan. I, I went back to Taiwan. I, didn't, I was quite cautious about my diet. Because I just had a kidney stone episode that I want to, I don't go to, go to ER again. Now that, so I didn't, you know, there are so many snacks in Taipei, if you know. You know, I don't have popcorn chicken twice. Yeah. And I try to have it, and I just share with my family so I don't, I didn't have to eat everything. You know, that popcorn chicken, I know some of you, you may eat that here too. You can get that from Boba's places. It's not good stuff, you have to know. It's extremely salty and spicy and deep fried. So if you have that kind of food every day, you will be in trouble. Actually, one of my high school was in trouble because he loved popcorn chicken and he had it almost every day. He had colon cancer and he passed away at age 29. So do not try to scare you, but but think about that story. Think about that story. In this, this country, people try to normalize everything. They try to say, oh, everything goes, everything's okay, but that's not true, is it? It's not true. So you have issue with overeating or Binging on certain food. I, I had kidney stone. I, I suspect the doctor say I probably had too much uh, nuts, cashews, or uh, almonds, I think. Yeah. Anyway, so, so be moderate in whatever you eat and drink. Exercise. Do you exercise? Yeah. Do you exercise? Do you work out? Yeah. When we're young, we feel like we can do whatever we want. But when we're old, a lot of things we just can't do or eat or drink anymore. 
So do our best. Keep good regimen. Keep good exercise. And when we feel ill, we ask for God's mercy. It'll help us change some of the, the bad habits we may have. The last principle is serve when you're healed. So after Simon's mom, uh, mother-in-law was healed, she served right away, right? Almost immediately. It's funny, when evening comes, when evenings come, women are eager to serve, right? Women are going to work most of the time in the household. They're preparing for dinner. What do men do? Maybe many just sit there on the couch with a remote, waiting for dinner to be made for him. Yeah. I'm guilty too. Shame on us. Do you wonder why in every country and every culture women live longer? Have you ever wondered why? They serve. They do house chores all the time. I wonder, I suspect. I don't know. I don't have the evidence. So serve. Serve when we're healed. Serve, by the way, that word serving, uh, it's the same word that used on the angels when angels served Jesus in the, uh, desert, uh, in the desert, in the wilderness. And it's the same word that... Uh, Jesus uses on himself. The son of man came not to be served, but to serve. Serving marks one of the key characteristics of believer, key characteristics of our Lord Jesus. We serve. Serving has a focus on others. When, you serve, when we serve others, it gives us the right focus of life. Because we're all going to die. And that's a cruel fact. As a pastor, I've seen so many. I mean, you have, a, you have encountered probably a lot of deaths in your life, too. That's a cruel fact. So we have limited time here. How do we make the best of use of it? How do we enjoy that the most? I think that is when we serve. We see other people get well. We see other people getting benefited, getting blessed through our service. And that gives us the joy to live on and to forward to look forward to the eternal life. All right, so uh, today the topic is healing and we have quite a few people not feeling well right now. I want to spend time uh, um, praying for people who really need healing. First one is our dear friend, uh, Pastor Dennis Lowe. I didn't know what happened to him until this past week. I, and the message exchanged and I was really shocked by, by what happened to him. And later on, he shared his uh, ordeal on, 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 on social media. And he agreed that I can share this with you. And uh, to, so, but I think his testimony is always, is also encouraging. So I want to ask Douglas to come up here to read his testimony to us. Um, before looking, oh, okay, so this is a Facebook post, so there's pictures that you can't see right now. Before looking at the before and after pictures, I'd like to update you on my life adventure. After spending almost two months hospitalized, I'm glad to be able to spend this cold day at home walking. More details after. Oh, sorry. After Thanksgiving, I came down with the flu. 
Just as I was recovering, something strange began to happen. On December 8th, my muscles began to cramp and weaken. I thought it was part of the flu. Unfortunately, I was very wrong. That night, I got up to go to the go. I got up to go to the bathroom, but instead of getting up, I fell over and couldn't move. Beth tried to get me up, but couldn't. Daniel came over to help, but couldn't lift me up either. Long story short, I was rushed to the ER. My, by the time I reached the ER, I had lost all muscle control below my neck. I ended up on a ventilator for over a month. Two weeks later, it was confirmed that I had garen bear syndrome. It was no fun. I couldn't, I couldn't communicate at all and couldn't move a muscle below my neck. Yet I was fully aware of my surroundings. And I really thought I was going to meet my maker that first night. Guess God isn't finished with me yet. Besides, I didn't want to leave Beth alone. Psalm 23 took on new meaning. My shepherd was leading me through some dark times. And there were some dark times. 3 a.m. wide awake and not able to move a muscle. Counting ceiling tiles. Yet accepting that this is where God wanted me. It was a spiritual battle to remain positive and not go down the endless pit of despair. And this was my experience night after night for a month. Suffice to say that by the grace of God, I survived a month and a half of hospitalization, along with a bout of pneumonia and an aneurysm. I then transferred to the acute rehab, sorry, rehab, rehabilitation center for a three-week stay of intensive, sorry, it's really hard to read. Rehabilitation. Rehabilitation. That's all. I can't say that. We're sorry. Hats off that the wonderful staff at Kaiser Vallejo Center. I'm so thrilled to be home, yet my journey continues. I'm able to walk with a walker. It's still a long way before I'm able to walk, but I look forward to not only walking, but also driving. In the meantime, here's a promise from the Lord. Surely your goodness and love will follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Psalm 23, 6. Some other, P.S., some other thoughts. Never take your family for granted. I've been blessed with a great wife, Elizabeth Lowe, and wonderful kids. They came through when needed. Also, my big brother, Art, went above and beyond to help. Also, many friends came to visit, even my dentist and wife, and some from my 70s youth group. Be thankful. Be thankful you can breathe on your own. You can put your own sock on, swallow, and you can pass gas and other things without help. Talk, write, ring a bell, use a remote. I never knew how tasty a root beer shake could be taste. Stay positive. Things could be worse. I can only attribute to the positive attitudes many of the therapists commented I had on my great shepherd. And it helps to memorize scripture and it helps to listen to praise and worship songs. I'll also add that my cousin also had GBS and it was really, really bad. And she was in ICU for a long time. And she was also on a ventilator. So this is a very intense thing that happens to people. Anyway. Thank you, Lucas. So we pray for Pastor Dennis, but we also pray for other people, right? Today we learn from scripture, Jesus healed many who were sick and we believe. So we want to pray, right? We're going to pray for Pastor Cindy too. And Justice here today, Justice can come up here and give us the latest. So he's been in the hospital for a little over two weeks now. And he's been, he started out in the ICU, which is like the intensive care unit. And then he got moved to the IMU, which is like a level down. And now uh, today he just got moved back to the ICU because he has a high fever. 
and he has some rashes and um, they've done like they took like blood samples and uh, bone marrow samples and they haven't really found out what the root causes of the problem. So just pray that the doctors will be able to diagnose what the problem is and hopefully his symptoms will get better. So person is back to ICU, as you said, yeah. Yeah, because he got these rashes coming out after the blood transfusions. So also they think they are getting a sample from their lymph nodes. Yeah, because they, they couldn't, they're trying, they're still trying to figure out uh, what, what's going on. They, they still don't know the cause. Uh, I guess like Pasadena is a rare disease too, or probably even rarer. Um, so it's, uh, the, the, I think uh, the Stanford is in Washington, but Stanford is also in, involved. Now Stanford trying to uh, analyze all the samples and trying to determine together with doctors at Washington. So we should pray for Pastor Sin. Okay. We need to pray for uh, Pastor Joseph Cho too. So maybe Tavis and Timothy, you can, one of you can come up here and tell us. Yeah. How do we pray for them? Okay, um, yeah, so my dad is, uh, um, his spine got uh, pressed down and like crushed and causing back pain and uh, uh, a lot of pain in his right shoulder. Um, sometimes he would just uh, wake up in the middle of the night and it would just uh, hurt and day for him. Um, he's taking a bit of uh, treatment, but uh, he needs you to uh, pay for him, so. Thank you. So started with the left arm, was numb. And so you went to the doctor, Pastor Joseph went to the doctor and now two, both arms are numb because uh, the aging of the, the spine bones and that causing the nerve to be, to be pressed, to be pressured. So he's doing rehab and they try to uh, help the bones not to age uh, so fast, not to, yeah, so let's pray for the rehab. So we should pray for these three pastors and let's continue to pray for Jane, uh, Emma's wife. Uh, I think they found the caregiver now. She had, they, they have ER episodes quite often and hopefully less often now. So for Emma to be able to, to work. Emma has to go back now, working full-time in the office. So they, they I heard the caregiver has, has been a blessing, has been a great help. So let's continue to pray for Isa, her recovery. She talks more now because she has someone to talk to during the day. Uh, so that, that helps, that helps her. So pray that, again, pray for rehab. Um, Pray yeah, for Pastor Dennis, I think he's out of the hospital now after two months and he's not walking with, uh, with some aid. So he's learning to, re, uh, to walk again. Okay. Uh, some people are joining us from home today. Um, uh, you know, Abraham and Nicole, they had COVID. Uh, so we should pray for their healing. Uh, Shin and Katie, Mumu, they have COVID in their house too. So I don't know who, who's got it. So we should pray for them. Um, 
pray for yourself. If you are going through some health issues, whether it's physical health, emotional health, or mental health, you can pray for yourself and ask Jesus to heal you. Okay, let's pray for all these people, pray for each other, pray for ourselves, and I'll close, our, I'll close with prayer. Let's pray. Spend some quiet moments praying. Thank you. Merciful Father, our bodies are a gift from you. Our health is a gift from you. Like Pastor Daniel said, we should not take anything for granted, not even breathing for granted. Because he had a hard time. He couldn't breathe because he was paralyzed from the neck down. Give us a fearful and humble heart before you. knowing that we don't control our birth and we don't control our death. And this life that we have on this earth, however many days it will be, it's in your hands. So remind us to fear you, to cherish this life, to use this life for your glory. Use this life for the blessings of people around us, for the loved ones around us. May we learn from the example of Simon's mother-in-law. When we're healed, when we're full of energy, we serve. We serve people around us. And that's a better way of living this life. Deliver us from self-indulgence. Whatever things we indulge ourselves on, whatever things that we binge on, any unhealthy, unclean habits in our life, unclean cravings, unclean thoughts and words, may you cast out those things 
from our life. We know you can, and may you do that. May you cast out all the unclean things from us. Make us the holy temple for your spirit. We pray for these people, Pastor Dennis, Pastor Sini, Pastor Joseph, Emma's wife, Jane, Abraham, Nicole, she and Katie's household. They all have various illnesses right now. Some may be lighter, some pretty serious, but you see them all and you hear them all. May they all cry out to you to want to be healed by you. And may you hear their prayer and our prayer. May you forgive our sins. If there's anything we have sinned against you, if there are any hidden things in our life you don't like, may you reveal them to us and change us so that we may turn away from them. Please heal, please heal Pastor Dennis as he is learning to walk again. Please heal Pastor Sini. Help Stanford and Washington doctors to find out what's going on. Give the right, right diagnosis and treatments soon and deliver him from this ordeal. Give Sharon and Justice the strength to take care of Pastor Sini. I know it's a lot of work to go to the hospital almost every day, especially for Sharon. Please give her strength. Keep her healthy. Let's pray for Pastor Joseph as he's going through rehab, different treatments. I pray that this nerve issue can be healed. And his arm, both, both of his arms won't be numb again. Pray for Jane to continue to improve. Pray that they'll find affordable and good caregiver to help her rehab. We hope that one day Jane can come back to this room and give testimony about you standing right here. That's what we're praying for. May you heal her. Pray for Abraham and Nicole, Shin's household. Pray that you deliver them from COVID. They will get well soon. They will recover fully. Thank you, Lord. And whatever diseases we have here, whatever illness we have here this morning, whether it's a mental illness, emotional illness, or physical illness, May you hear our cry and heal us. If there's anything we need to do to change, to get better habits, to watch our diet, to watch our eating and drinking, may you remind us and help us develop good habits because that's only for our own good. May we take good care, care of our bodies so we may use this body, which will die one day, but as long as it lives right now, as long as we live on this earth right now, may we use our health well to serve you and to serve your people. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.